What is up, everybody? It is Zach from App Premier Soccer Investing coming at you with yet another Slapstocks FC YouTube video. Let's get into it. This was obviously a huge week in world football. Two major international tournament finals were played, with the first one being the Copa America final between Lionel Messi and Argentina and Neymar Jr. and Brazil. Argentina ended up coming out as uh, 1-0 winners behind uh, a brilliant goal from uh, Angel Di Maria, giving Messi his first major international trophy with Argentina and solidifying what many see as what will be his seventh Ballon d'Or and his status as the greatest footballer of all time. And you can see over here what it meant to him and his teammates as they're tossing him up into the air in celebration. And even though Messi did not play his best game ever in the final, he missed a glorious chance. He finished the Copa America tournament as a top scorer, top assister, and best player with four goals and five assists involved in nine of our, uh, Argentina's 12 goals throughout the tournament. And he just – he was playing inspired football throughout. You could see how much he wanted to win that coveted trophy with Argentina. And finally, he was able to accomplish it. And as someone who loves football and who loves Messi, God, it was really – it really was beautiful to see him finally get that monkey off his back and get that trophy. And you can see what it means to him. It, this – this trophy might have meant more to him than any other trophy he's ever won in his footballing career. The emotion and then the joy he has when he finally gets the trophy in his hands. And yeah, overall, it was just an amazing tournament from him. Credit to Brazil, though. They were a very strong team. and They very much looked like scoring throughout that game. Neymar, again, he cannot be faulted for his play both in the tournament as a whole and in the final and he uh he actually wrote a, a very beautiful message to Messi his former teammate after like expressing what most of the footballing world felt in the joy and seeing Messi finally win that trophy and yeah the market has reacted the Messi 2016 Panini Noir spotlight signatures PSA 9 auto PSA 7 grade so this is out of 25, one of the a beautiful, beautiful card, on-card auto and the gold pen, fantastic photo. This sold for 40 confirmed sale, $41,588 on July 11th. Just a massive, massive sale. And it really shows the strength in the on-card high-end market that we've seen in the basketball card market and with cards like the from like things like the exquisite collection we've seen in other facets of the market. And it's finally starting to come true in the soccer card market that these on low numbered on card autos of the goats, like a Messi, a Ronaldo, Pele, these type of cards command huge, huge, huge sales. I mean, this card is a PSA seven. The auto is only a nine and it's not even the lowest numbered out there is it's out of 25 and it was still a $41,000 $41,588 sale. That is absolutely massive. And it really shows the strength of that market as a whole, the auto market in particular. And then, of course, the Euro final was played in front of a, what seemed to be a full capacity Wembley as 
seemed like some England fans were able to somehow force their way into the stadium without a ticket, uh, obviously between England and Italy. Italy overcame a really early, well-taken goal by Luke Shaw to really come out as deserved winners over the rest of the game. Uh, they tied it up 1-1 and then won on penalties behind the heroics of John uh, Luigi Donnarumma, who has now faced five penalty shootouts in his young career, won all five of them. He made two saves and arguably forced Rashford into missing the third due to his late step. It really got into Rashford's head. But I have to say, Italy were the best team throughout the entire tournament, and they were by far the better team on the night as once England scored the goal outside of the first maybe 15, 20 minutes, Southgate had them just sit back and play very, very defensive. And you can't you can't invite as much pressure as they did against a side as good as Italy because they're going to score, even though Italy's goal wasn't in open play. It came off a set piece from Bonucci being in the right place at the right time. You knew that, that goal always felt inevitable. And it really, it really felt inevitable that Italy would win in regular time or extra time and that it wouldn't even get to penalties in England was arguably fortunate that it got that far. And it's just it's just frustrating to see that because England had a team that was set up to really be such a strong team attacking-wise, and Southgate didn't set them up that way. And then when the game was getting away from them in the second half, he waited a long, long time to make changes, attacking changes like Grealish was brought on in extra time, only one attacking sub made in regular time, soccer coming on. And, yeah, uh, this is still, though, to be fair, a very young England team. They have the World Cup next. Italy, too. Italy looks like they're going to be a force for a long time coming. Mancini did a fantastic job with the Azzurri, and they are well-deserved winners. And you can see what it means to them, the joy in their celebrations. Again, Jorginho, even though he missed a penalty, was spectacular through the whole tournament. Insigne was amazing. Benucci and Chiellini were absolute warriors in defense. And then, of course, Donnarumma won player of the tournament for his pen, in large part due to his penalty shootout heroics and just his overall task throughout. He looks like he's ready to take the mantle of the world's best goalkeeper in the years to come as he's, he's only 22 years old, even though he's been playing at the highest level since he was 17. He's going to PSG now to compete with Navas for that starting goalkeeper job. I expect him to win it as Donnarumma is at the top of his game. And, yeah, there was a bit of controversy, obviously, in who England had taken penalties. People were saying it wasn't right that they left Sokka, a 19-year-old, take the final penalty. And Jack Grealish had some thoughts on it after the game. He said he wanted to take one, and he ended up not taking one. And, just, and that's something that Southgate and England will face questions for the days and months to come. But, yeah, some awful things did happen after the penalty shootout as the three players who missed, uh, Bukayo Saka, Marcus Ratchford, and Jaden Sancho, who have all been absolutely brilliant players, top-class professionals, great representations of both England and just a beautiful game as a whole, were unfortunately subjected to some racial abuse afterwards. And Harry Kane summed it up best. They deserve the support and backing, not the vile racist abuse they've had since last night. If you abuse anyone on social media, you're not an England fan. And I'm going to add, you're not a football fan either. And you do not belong in the sport. 
And both, all three of these players are very young. They have very, very bright futures ahead of them. And, yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Not many people could do what they do. And they're still top-class footballers, whether they make a penalty or miss it. And speaking of top-class footballers, another one who really took the continent and the world by storm was Pedri. Awesome throughout for Spain. 18 years old, won the Young Player of the Tournament Award, played every minute for them. The Barcelona Academy product, he's looking like he's ta- he's going to take that Iniesta Xavi uh, mantle for both Spain and Barcelona in the next decade to come. He looks like a spectacular young talent. And he's, yeah, just he's one to watch going forward. Now I just want to get into a little bit of data. So it's from Slabstocks Pro, great free platform. If you're not on it, again, what are you doing? So Messi, his uh, rookie base PSA, obviously you can see 13% jump as uh, Argentina. This is before Argentina played the final. The data hasn't come in uh, since the final was played, but just going into the final, he rose 13%. So I'm assuming another 20% or so increase in this card when the data comes out next week and we'll circle back to it. But yeah, Messi going on that run and then winning the trophy, the market has reacted to that as they've seen Messi really start to solidify himself as the greatest of all time and cutting out less and less arguments against that, especially when he collects what his expected seventh Ballon d'Or later on in the year, which should lead to further rise in his card prices. Next player I want to talk about, Rashford. He, He had a rough tournament for England. He didn't play much. I think he's also, you can argue he might be a little bit hurt, even though United will be better as a team for Sancho coming in. Rashford as an individual might be hurt because he won't be the main focal point of the forward line anymore. He'll share that spotlight with Sancho, with Fernandez, with Pogba, assuming they keep him, which is looking more and more likely that Pogba's going to stay with United. And the, this rough tournament has been reflected in his card prices as uh, Ricky Silver, 2016 select Ricky Silver, PSA 10, has seen almost an 11% decline over the last month from a value of close to f- like 396 $398 to $355. So, and I could see this dropping if he gets off to a f- slow start at the start of the season, which is very possible as he works into trying to play with his new teammate in Sancho, even though they've played together for England. And yeah, the next final player I want to talk about is Federico Chiesa. How good was this man during the Euros? Dominant, dominant for England with his, or excuse me, for Italy, with his pace, his power, his attacking runs, his finishing. And this has been shown in his car prices after winning the Euro, 17% jump basically overnight, $32 up for his uh, 2018 rookie optic, uh, blue numbered out of 149. This is raw, went from about $185 or so to $215 after winning the Euros to be expected. The big games and the big performances and winning big trophies, if you're one of the key players for that team, your car prices are going to ride. That's what that's what will happen, and that's what happened here with Chiesa. The last thing I want to talk about this week is as the Copa America and Euros ended, the CONCACAF Gold Cup started, 
And you're not going to see too much hype from this tournament, especially from an American perspective, as this is definitely a B or even a C team for the U.S. men's national team as all the top players who are in Europe are not with the team. They're back with their clubs for preseason, getting ready for the season and then for World Cup qualifying in the fall. But the U.S. did beat Haiti 1-0, and there are still some players to watch from this. The main one being for the U.S., Gianluca Busio, 18 years old from Sporting Kansas City. Amazing. Was the best player on the pitch against Haiti for both sides. He's been playing with Sporting Kansas City since he was 15 years old professionally, and he looks set on a move to somewhere in Serie A most likely. Venezia has been most probably linked. Sasulu has been named too. And, yeah, he's he's one to watch as he tries to gain a spot in the, the A squad, the US, the true U.S. men's national team squad that would play in World Cup qualifying and then hopefully in the World Cup down the road. Uh, and that's going to do it for this week's video. It's got, it's a bit shorter because I am on vacation at the moment. Um, but, yeah, as always, like, comment, subscribe. Just slap socks, follow, all that, slap socks FC. Shoot me a DM if you want to talk footy, cards, anything, all that at Premier Soccer Investing. Thanks for watching and peace.